Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. Thanks for liking it. This is the Scottish Football Betting Podcast, where I'm joined by Greg and Dev and my full of the Christmas spirit, boys. Not, not literally, obviously. Not yet. Absolutely. <laughs> not yet. Buzzing for Santa. Yeah, count down the days until the big man arrives. We've got a busy Christmas period coming up, and yeah, we're against the clock on this podcast, boys, because nobody wants to listen to us for. 45 minutes to an hour with just days before Christmas. I'm sure people have got better things to do. So we'll quickly run through the games. We've got a full card this weekend, which is great. Uh, obviously, we've got lots of fixtures coming up over the Christmas period, but we're going to concentrate on Saturday and Sunday's games and Friday's games, actually, uh, this weekend. So without further ado, let's get stuck into it. Uh, let's start at the Premiership. Greg, we've got Celtic v Livingston. Huge slip up last weekend by Celtic. Uh, open the door for Rangers who could potentially go to the top of the league if they win their two games in hand one of which is tonight we're recording this on Wednesday uh, so yeah it could be a really interesting Celtic v Rangers game come the 30th of December but before that Celtic v Livingston on Saturday and <laughs> I'm just looking at the tips that you've put on the channel already and it's all about Celtic corners once again well yeah no surprise there uh, if it's not broken why fix it I think for Celtic the last four games, we've been on Celtic first half corners in each of the last four matches, and they have delivered and more in those games. And they're at home to the poorest side in the division, a side who haven't scored in seven games, a side who've collected one point in their last seven matches, and a side for me who look absolutely doomed. Although there'll be a lot of expectation from Celtic fans that they absolutely crush Livingston on on Saturday. I don't think that'll be yeah. the case. Livy will keep it tight. They they don't concede many goals, Livy, to be fair to them, which is even better for our Celtic corner bets. And just looking through the last eight games, Celtic have hit 12, 13, 11, 13, 12, 11, 9 and 18 last weekend against Hearts, including nine first half corners against Hearts. So, yeah, yeah very straightforward here. I think the big thing for me is you get a very decent amount of value on the, the first half corners. And they've hit six, eight, six, eight, five, nine, five, and nine in those eight games in the first half. So for me, quite a, a simple one to do. There's a, a few ways to come in here, but for me, over 4.5 first half Celtic corners pays 10 to 11. Now that's landed in each of Celtic's last eight home games, or eight matches, sorry. And another one I like also is Celtic to get four corners in each half. That pays 20 to 21. And we all love a little corners ladder. So I'm more than happy to back Celtic over 6.5 first half corners at 3-1 to one as well. Dev, I think this is a, this is a game where Livy are just going to camp in and try and frustrate Celtic. Um, you know, that's what Greg says, a lot of expectation on, on the hoops this weekend. Absolutely. You can't disagree with anything Greg said. Celtic corners, particularly at home this season, have been unbelievable. You know, they've they've hit nine or more in every single one of their home games, apart from the first game of the season, eh, just on their own. So, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to oppose anything eh, to do with Celtic corners at home, especially when they're playing the worst team in the league. And they're obviously, they, they really need to come out firing on Saturday because the fans are obviously a bit restless. So, yeah, hard to, yeah. Hard to oppose anything Greg said. Absolutely. Uh, we'll recap those corner bets that Craig has posted on the channel uh, once we get to the end of the podcast. 
Um, let's have a wee look at Dundee v Aberdeen. The Dons were beaten in the cup final at the weekend there after two good wins against Hearts and then sacked Frankfurt. So something to build on there for Barry Robson. Uh, Dundee themselves got the first win in four. Uh, they had lost two to Rangers and Hibs in a draw with Motherwell previously. Interestingly, did these teams haven't played each other yet this season? Uh, yeah, so obviously it is the first two meeting of these two this season. Um, and I think Aberdeen's away record is, is still pretty patchy. Uh, they've not kept a clean sheet on the road since the opening game of the season. So seven games in a row they've conceded. And uh, away from home in Dundee, home record's pretty decent. So I think Dundee to score in this one's a reasonable shout. I think Corners is another good angle in this game. Uh, over seven, seven of uh, Dundee's eight home games have gone over ten and a half corners and over nine and a half corners has landed in all eight of their home games so I think it's a reasonable shout here that Dundee to score a goal and over nine corners pays uh, 1.86 I quite like look at that one yep nice wee bit builder there Greg yeah I like it I think this should be a decent match this one obviously keen to see how Aberdeen fare tonight at home to Livingston ideally you want Aberdeen to give Livy a, a hammering for for obvious reasons but yeah, it's a difficult game to call, this one for me. I don't have anything from from the match, but I do agree with Div on the corners front. Dundee hit some pretty good numbers. They hit six at Ibrox a few weeks ago, and Aberdeen are usually good for a corner as well on mm-hmm. the road. So, yeah, I do like to look at that double. Yeah. Okay, uh, Div, we've got St. your beloved St. Mirren at Hearts on Saturday. It's third v fourth, both 26 points. Um Picking up on some of the things that you were saying in group chat, maybe sitting on a wee bit fortunate to get a point against Motherwell. We were fortunate to get a point despite missing a penalty, so that kind of tells you all you need to know. We, we weren't great. Um, I thought we had uh, kind of turned the corner a wee bit uh, recently, but that performance kind of was was not was not great. But to be fair, the conditions were exceptionally bad, which didn't help. Um, so hopefully we'll get back on it at Pinecastle, which we've actually played okay there the last couple of times we've been through there. So. Although Greg disagrees, uh, I actually think we've got a chance of getting something at Tynecastle on Saturday. Yeah, St Mirren at 3-1. Greg, you're not having any of it. Hearts at 19-20. to 20. Well, 20-21 to 21 we got on Monday. Or Sunday, sorry. In fact, it might have even been Saturday night I shared this bet on, on the channel. I just think to get Hearts pretty much even money off the back of a terrific win at Celtic Park. There's definitely a, a bit of pressure off Stephen Naismith at the moment. However, on Saturday, Hearts fans will be fully expecting three points. And I don't know if that plays into St Mirren's hands or not. It probably does if St Mirren can frustrate them and take the lead. I just think given Hearts' recent form, they're at home and we're getting even money on them. And, and the big thing for me here is, as Div well knows, St Mirren do not travel well. And they've lost at Dundee, Ross County and St Johnston in their last three away matches. So it doesn't bode well for St Mirren here travelling to Hearts on, on Saturday. And I think they get Hearts just a shade under even money is worth backing. Div, will you be making a pre-Christmas trip to Edinburgh on Saturday? Uh, no, I will not be going. I didn't get a ticket, actually. It is sold out, so I don't feel too bad about missing it. But uh, I've got too much on this weekend, so I shall not be I shall not be heading through. Um, but I do I do, I do, do think St Mirren have got a chance on Saturday. Hearts home record... Last three games, they've only scored, you know, one goal in each, uh, in, sorry, in two of the last three games. Um, they don't score many goals at home. Uh, we don't mm. score many goals away from home right enough. We've not scored in our last four. 
So I'm not expecting a classic, but I think, again, Connors looks good here. Um, I think over nine corners and 88% of Hearts home games this season. There was 12 corners when the two met in Paisley. So I think uh, and there's, there's never any love lost between us. So three red cards and four meetings last season. Uh, so I'm, I've gone for over nine corners again in this one. Both teams to receive a card, 1.85. I like the look of that. Yeah, that sounds very decent. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go. Well, you've got Kilmarnock v St. Johnson, Greg Kelly at home, 1 5, drawn 2, lost 2. St. Johnson away from home, 1 0, drawn 3, lost 4. Looks like a home win, convinced me otherwise. Uh, no, I don't disagree, to be fair. I think Kilmarnock's home form is always very solid. And they showed that again last time out at home against Celtic. I think we were right to call it last weekend that Kilmarnock would have been well fancied last weekend at Livy. Just didn't fancy them to win. Just on the basis that they're away form, despite beating Aberdeen away, it doesn't really count because Aberdeen are horrible at the moment. But at home, Kilmarnock, very, very strong. As you say, we've not won away from home yet. Seven without a win. We've scored once away from home all season. That was an own goal as well. <laughs> it was a beautiful it was goal, goal by Gabby for Motherwell. So I think for us here, I would take a point. I think Comarnock mm-hmm. four to six. It's a bit short, I think, but I can understand why it is four to six. But no, there's no question though what a lift Craig Levine has given St Johnston. I think yep. we collected ten points or eleven points since he started. Three home wins and two draws against Motherwell, which could have quite easily been two wins. Uh, 2-0 up against Motherwell and Motherwell do what they do and scored a 94th minute equaliser um, last weekend. So I, for me, Kelly are a bit too short, but I do like the look of corners here. I think Kilmarnock have maybe gone under the radar a little bit on the corners front. They're hitting great numbers. They've hit five or more now in each of their last nine matches. 9, 12, 9, 10, 5, 7, 5, 5 and 8. So hitting very good numbers and no surprise they have won the corner match bet in eight of those 10 games. They're only four to nine though, to win the corner count on Saturday. But I, I do think there'll be match corners here. And this is definitely a match I'll be involving in one way or another on, on the channel, on the corner markets. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dev, in terms of goals, Kelly, 11 of their games have finished uh, under two and a half games. St. Johnson, 12 of their games have finished under two and a half. Uh, I took the liberty of pricing up Kilmarnock one, St. Johnson now, and it's only nine to two, which I think is a really short price for a, a correct score. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, as, as we've said, St. Johnson just don't score goals away from home. Kelly, not, don't, not prolific. So it's, it's a game I believe in well alone. Um, but I do not you know, so although St. Johnson have picked up their next four away games, uh, four games are all away from home. Um, they've they've kind of fallen out of sync with home and away games, so expect them to fall away and, and, and head back down to where they belong down near the bottom of the table. <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's have a look at Ross County v Hibs and Devon quite keen to hear your thoughts on what Derek Adams had to say about the standard of Scottish football last week, albeit after he had lost a 97th minute goal against Dundee, which cost his side all three points last weekend. Yeah, I mean, he's, he just talks a lot of nonsense. I mean, we all remember that from the last uh, couple of times he's been involved up here. But to come out and say that Morecambe are 100 times better than Ross County, I think he has now apologised for that. But it's just absolutely to, ridiculous. To Morecambe? 
yeah, I mean, it, I said on on Twitter, I said, you know, I watched this at my mother game last week. It was it was pretty brutal, but it was like blowing a gale. There was unbelievable mm-hmm. amount of rain fell. These players are playing twice a week at the moment, sometimes three times a week, whatever, for the whole month. And we expect amazing flowing entertaining football. It's just not going to happen. And you need to just kind of accept that that is the case. Um, not every game can be a classic. And Derek Adams is a belly, and I'm sorry. But, um, I, don't have, I don't have any time for him at all. And I hope he's a really bad Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened is he's been out of Scottish football for so long, Derek Adams. He just wanted to remind everyone of how much a clown that he actually is because yeah. I think what he said was, was completely lambasted by everyone um, in Scottish football and yeah. I think and now, it's amazing it's amazing Greg how you can have kind of the tribalism within Scottish football but see if someone has a go at the collective Scottish football then we all just kind exactly. of get together don't bite off the hands that feeds you and I think that's yeah. what he's done here and he's certainly public enemy number one along with Ross County. I, I think a lot of fans would love to see Ross County go down now, just on the back of those comments, and, and I'd love to see that as well. <laughs> yeah, well, we, like, we want to see Livingston going down first and foremost at 8-1, to one. let's face it. Yeah, I think Livy, I think the way the fixtures are coming up for Livingston, they've got Aberdeen tonight, yep. they to Celtic, then they play us. So yep. we could then, potentially Then away be, to Motherwell as well, Greg. Yeah, we, I think for me, we could be 10 points ahead of them in the next couple yeah. of weeks. And if that's the case, and that's that's done and dusted, I think Libby's only real chance, potentially, is maybe catching Motherwell. I don't see mm-hmm. Aberdeen being down there for too long. They'll get enough points to be well clear of being down in the bottom two places. So, yeah, yeah. really troubling times for Livingston. But in terms of Ross County v Hibs, again, for me, Hibs were rotten last week against us. Really, really poor. As usual, there's always an overreaction from fans when they have a, a really poor performance. But I think... Is Nick Montgomery's worst game for him so far since being in charge? Yep. Corners for me, obviously, Ross County have been fantastic for corners this season. We didn't touch them last week, and thankfully we didn't. They only got two at home to Dundee. But Hibs are hitting some good numbers. Hibs concede a lot of corners too on, on the road as as well. So, again, this match for me probably doubled up with the St. Johnson Kilmarnock match, and they'll have some sort of corners angle from both these games on the channel. Yeah, Div, I quite, I don't know why, I just kind of quite like to look at goals in this one. The two sides drew two each earlier in the season. And it was quite interesting to see the price of over two and a half goals in this at 43 to 40, so better than even money, which is not something we see too often. Yeah, I mean, up until Hibs' last two away games, it went over two and a half every single game away from home. Um, so they do score goals, they concede goals. County should be good for a goal at home. Um, uh, one thing I, I did notice in the corners, Hibs haven't won a corner match away from home all season, which I find quite amazing uh, for a team that you would expect to dominate quite a lot of away games. Um, they've conceded five corners in eight of their ten away games this season. So so I definitely think there's, there's some value in some county corners here for sure, as I'm sure Greg will explore on the channel. Yeah. Uh, okay. On Sunday we've got Motherwell v Rangers. It's 15 unbeaten under Philip Clement, who has made a tremendous start to his time at Ibrox. They've got the first trophy in the bag as well. They booked a place in the last 16 in the Europa League. Uh, they're at home to St Johnson tonight. Win that, and they're only two points behind Celtic with a game in hand. So they've all everything in the garden is rosy at Ibrox once again. 
It is, and I think what he's done has been borderline miraculous because I think he's inherited a pretty mediocre side. Um, so mm-hmm. I think Rangers fans will be excited to see what he can do in the transfer market in January. But at the moment, they, they're now not only back in the title race, but you could argue that they're ahead in the title race, given the games mm-hmm. that they've got in hand. As you they're say, now favourites to win, yeah. I believe. I think somebody oh, said that well, earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, as, again, as you say, cup in the bag and into the knockout stages of Europe uh, where they don't need to play again until March. So I think um, suddenly it's looking good for them um, and they'll be looking to uh, keep their, their, their foot on the, on the throttle and no better place to go at the moment than for part where Motherwell obviously really struggling, 14 without a win. Um, but I did notice that uh, Motherwell have actually uh, conceded in every single home game this season, but they've also scored an eight of nine at Fur Park. So both teams have landed in eight of nine at home, and over two and a half goals has went seven from nine at home. So I think you can expect goals here for sure. Um, I think Rangers to score twice looks pretty good, and over four corners, uh, Rangers corners that is, gives you a nice 45 angle, 1.8 in this one. Yeah, it's a good way in. Uh, as Steph says, Greg Motherwell really struggling for wins. It's now 14, I think, without a win. Um, any chance of them getting something out of this game at 15-2? to I don't think so. I think it's a really good point. that They have been scoring goals, Motherwell, at home and conceding goals. So goals is probably your best shout here. And as we know, Motherwell are the hatchet men of the <laughs> Scottish Premiership. 50 cards this season uh, going by our good friend, Pie and Bovril's um, Monday morning tweets. <laughs> so, <laughs> 50 cards, slattery to be booked, patent to be booked. Um, that's your, your even money nap. <laughs> um, but yeah, both those players will be um, strong candidates for the cards. But I think before that, though, Rangers probably have their toughest test of the season tonight. <laughs> yeah, I did ask you when St. Johnson had last won there in the league, and it was what, 2017? Yeah, not too long ago. Um, I, thought, I thought it was been long to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good chance to really... mention that they did beat them in the in the cup on the road to the double, though, Greg. <laughs> We've beaten them all. We've beaten them three times in the cup in the last <laughs> ten years or so. Maybe more. Yeah. Here's me trying to set, set them up for you, and you missed the open goal there, Greg. Um, so, in terms of this game, Greg, any bets for you? Any angles? Not at the moment, no. I'll, I'll, I'll wait team news on on Sunday, and I'll maybe have a, cord, a cards angle and Connor's angle from this match as well. But I do like the look of goals, yeah. albeit it's not yeah. the best yeah. of places. Yeah. OK, in the Championship, Wraith Rovers are now five points clear after a brilliant 1-0 win at Tanadice last weekend, inflicting the United's first defeat of the league campaign. Uh, and the title race is on, Greg. Absolutely. I think last weekend, and a lot of people asked me about the Wraith Rovers price, 4-1, to one, which... Mm. There was no question about it. It was a big price. I just felt at home, Dundee United, I couldn't back against them. And, and what a win for them, for Wraith Rovers now. They are, yeah. what, five points ahead of United, albeit United have a, a game in hand. Still a long, long way to go. And I still think United are going to win the league. But Wraith Rovers have put themselves in a fantastic position. And they're at home to, to air on, on Friday night, 46 for the home win. Ayr got a home win last weekend for the first time, I think, this season, potentially. So that was that, that, that was great for them. I just think there's going to be a lot of twists and turns now between now and the end of the season. But at home, I think Wraith are going to be very, very popular on Friday night at 4-6. to six. 
Yeah, so that Dundee United race double, I think, will be really popular. If it's 95 or it was earlier, I think the price you quoted me there, Greg, I had Wraith Rovers down at 45, but they maybe come in a wee bit. Wait a second then. here, Wraith Rovers are now 21 to 20. Yeah, I was going to say, I checked this just before we came on. And What's going on? Now. They've drifted What's going on? Yeah, so that's that's really tempting for me. Yeah. That'll be very, yeah. very tempting for anyone, I think, at that price. I don't yeah. understand why they've drifted so much. Hmm. Yeah, Quick question. I, I, you I, might, looked uh, at, I looked at this and uh, sorry on you go Paul no, I was just going to ask a wee quiz question about Wraith Rovers uh, Dylan Easton scored the winner uh, last weekend the 1-0 win uh, they've won 12 games from 16 how many of those have been by a single goal how many out of 12 wins out of 12 wins 10 every single one of them has been it? by a single goal the margins yeah sorry Dave on you go no, I just I had a look at the stats in this. You know, uh, Wraith obviously are in an un- unbelievable run. Uh, Air haven't won in the last three away games, but they have had a couple of good scalps away from home at Dunfermline and Airdrie. But Wraith are unbeaten in the last 10 championship games, unbeaten at home this season uh, in the last seven. They've scored in the last 15 home games. So I think Wraith to score one and a half goals uh, evens is good a good way in in terms of avoiding the kind of win draw market but I think Wraith just to win at 2.05 is unbelievable given the current form that they're in uh, of course you're only winning by one goal here and there is a little bit concerning and you always think that run will come to an end um, but it's very very tempting really surprised yeah. to see Wraith drift from 4 to 6 to 21 to 20 this has given me the fear now we've, be, we've seen this so before <laughs> haven't we yeah, every absolutely. man and dog are going to plough into Wraith at that price and rightly so but it does give me a little bit of fear we need to speak to Stuart to find yeah. out what's going on at here have they signed some new players that said they have been much better away from home than at home and I think there's every chance Wraith will score here sorry Air will score here so I think Div's right the uh, Wraith to score two goals is probably a better shout than just a straight Wraith win. Yeah, just a reminder for the listeners that we're recording this on Wednesday after, late afternoon. Uh, so yeah, price might shorten, I think, maybe by the time people listen to that. As I said, that Dundee United Wraith double at 95 was pretty tempting, but I think Wraith on, on their own at 21 to 20, if you can still get it, uh, will be very popular. Um, anything else in the Championship catching your eye, Greg? Not really. It's a pretty tricky card. I certainly can't be backing United at one to two away to Queen's Park, albeit they sh- should win that one. Uh, Morton are on a great run of form now. Uh, three wins back to back has propelled them to the mid table, which is incredible yeah. given where they were uh, a few weeks ago. And our both Coupon Busters last week, uh, defeating the mighty Inverness up in Inverness mm-hmm. last weekend. So I do think this will be Inverness on Saturday should have goals in it. I yep. don't see there being a lack of goals in, in that match. But yeah, it's a pretty tricky championship card this weekend. So Partick Thistle, all but one game this season has been over two and a half goals. It was a 0-0 draw against um, Inverness, of course. Inverness. Away, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah, so uh, 46 over two and a half goals in that one. That's one that I, that I had circled for goals this weekend. Um, anything else catching your eye, Div? Championship? No, not for me. Uh, I do like Dundee United on Friday night. Um, just as, as Greg says, they're very short, but although Queen's Park have emptied their manager, they, they just hemorrhage goals, and United seem yeah. to do a lot of their good work on the road, so definitely fancy Dundee United, and you could definitely chuck them in with Wraith, uh, and that, that does look good to me. 
Yeah. Okay, in League One, uh, similar to Raith Rovers, Falkirk went to their uh, title rivals, I suppose, Hamilton, and had a 3-1 win there. They're now three points clear. With a game in hand, uh, they're away to Annan this weekend. Hamilton are at home to Kelty Hearts. Uh, Cove Rangers are in the bad books, Greg, after their winning run came to an end at Alloa last weekend, but Burrow scored again. Yeah, we, we can forgive them. V- very disappointing for them to go 1-0 up so early on and not at least get a point from that game. But you have to give credit to Aloha. That, that core run was going to end at some point. And I think they yeah. were on line for 10 consecutive wins. So it wasn't too much of a surprise they ended up losing eventually. But a great win for Aloha in that match. And obviously disappointing that the core run is now over. Yeah. And I talked to Div again. They'll be popular in the betting Falkirk at Ann and Hamilton at Omi Kelty. The double there pays just over even money. Yeah, I'd be a wee bit funny about Hamilton because Kelty beat them there in the cup just a couple of weeks ago, so I'd be I'd be a wee bit wary of that one. But um, Falkirk at the moment just can do no wrong; they're just beating everybody. Um, so I'd imagine they'll go down to Annan and, and get at least a couple of goals down there as well. So yeah, that that's they're, they're looking. Surely this is going to be their season. Yeah, uh, one game you have got your eye on, Greg, is Stirling v Queen of the South. Yeah, so I've obviously left Queen of the South for obvious reasons the last what month or so because they've been absolutely dire however the opportunity has come where I, I fully believe that Queen of the South is the wrong price here so a 5-0 hammering two weeks ago for Queen of the South you were thinking Marvin Bartley's time was up but back-to-back wins a fabulous 4-1 win at Montrose that Div's still reeling with that win came out of nowhere Absolutely nowhere, and they've then beaten obviously a, a kind of crisis stricken Edinburgh City side last week 3 <coughs> 1. But there's absolutely no way they should be 23 to 10 going to Stirling Albion. Stirling Albion struggled to beat Edinburgh City's under 18s a couple of weeks ago in that 3 1 win, and they could only draw at home to Wadey Whipping Boys Annan last week 1 0. I, I really don't understand how Stirling Albion can be favourites for this game and clear favourites all the value for me sits <coughs> in the south and I'm more than happy to get on them at 23-10 to 10 to win the match and 13-8 to 8 to score two or more goals and I think as well still on Albion obviously they've before prior to those two games they're playing the bottom two teams in the league in Annan and Edinburgh City they lost six consecutive games before that there's mm. no doubt in my mind that Queen of the South are a far better side than still on Albion it is away from home but Momentum-wise, that 4-1 win at Montrose shows that Queen of the South on their day can produce some good results. And off yep. the back of two consecutive wins, the Bookers have got this all wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah, that 23-10 on Queen of the South is now about 21-10, to 10, so obviously been a wee bit of money. Um, maybe off the my, back my of the money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, anything else? In League One, uh, no, uh, my, bets, my remaining bets are only two. Right, let's go there then. That's uh, Stenhouse Muir, who are five points clear at the top there. Uh, interestingly, there's a game Friday night, which is his 5 Bonnie Rig. Um, all the other games in League Two on Saturday, um, all the home sides are, are fairly short prices. Uh, I priced that up at 41 for ho- four home wins. They've, um, I'm guessing that's not what you've got on yeah, your shot. It list. actually is. It actually is, is it? believe oh, it or not. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's one of my bets. Definitely, you've got the four uh, foreign teams in the league all at home uh, on Saturday. And yeah, I, I absolutely, exactly what you said. 4.79 it comes in at for the fourfold. 
I, I, I just can't see any reason to oppose it at all. Uh, Spartans had a great win uh, up at Elgin last week. They're the highest price of those four teams at home. It's Drenard, who don't do great on the road. Steny will, will batter Elgin, uh, which is where my other uh, bet comes in. And then Peterhead against Forford and Barton v Clyde. You just can't oppose it. It looks like a straightforward fourfold to me, and I'm definitely going to be on that. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of them is going to let him down, Greg? Do you know what? He cannot fault Div's logic here. And he's, he's absolutely spot on what he's saying. There is no for a fact League Two is League Two, and someone yeah. in that fourfold is going to let him down. I'm not sure <laughs> doing it. I do fancy East Fife on Friday night at 10 to 11. I think their home form's improved, and Bonnie Rig aren't great away from home. But looking through the games, I think Steny, yeah, absolute banker at home to Elgin. As Div says, Stranraer don't travel that well away from home, but they have improved in recent weeks, Stranraer. Peterhead should beat Forfer. And you're right, the battle should beat Clyde. I know Clyde have taken a few of the players from Edinburgh City who left due to that financial issues, including their club captain, I think. So there'll be a surprise in there somewhere. I'm hoping there's not. I really do. And <laughs> data-wise, you have to back the four homes. We just know that League Two isn't normally straightforward, is it? Yeah, never works out that way, does it? Um, any other specific bets, Div, or is it just the fourfold that you've got? Uh, no, Steny, I think you look at the, the Steny Elgin stats, they're amazing. Elgin have lost the last seven away games, shipping 23 goals. Steny have won the last seven games, home and away. They're unbeaten in 12. Both teams uh, have scored in the last five of the last six meetings of Steny and Elgin, uh, and Elgin lost the last two games 4 0 um, both times. So, straightforward for me, Steny to win in over two and a half goals in the game is uh, 2.1. I can't I can't see any reason why that won't come in either way. Steny winning 3 0, 2 1, 4 0, whatever it'll be. They will beat Elgin. It's just a case of how many they beat them by. And, yeah. uh, and so you can now expect an Elgin win. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the one that's going to beat you um, Greg I know it's a league that we've kind of shy clear of a, a fair bit this season anything for you this weekend Clyde are 4-6 to six to score at Dumbarton which mm-hmm. I think is a great price just to score a goal I think we see a lot of both teams to score in this in this league not expecting Clyde to win but at 4-6 to six just to score definitely a good part of a double somewhere there 4-6 to six yeah. for Clyde goal yeah Okay, I think that's us covered uh, just about everything. Can you guys just give us a wee recap of your bets this weekend? Start with you, Greg. Yeah, so starting on Saturday, we've got Celtic at home to Livingston, and I've got three bets on the corners front for Celtic. Celtic over 4.5, first half corners pays 10 to 11. We've also got Celtic to get four corners in each half at 20 to 21. And finally, Celtic over 6.5, first half corners at 3 to 1. Moving on to Tynecastle. Where Hearts host Div St Mirren. I'm taking Hearts to win that match at 20 to 21. And I will also have some sort of double from the Kilmarnock St Johnston game and Ross County v Hibs. I'm moving into the into League Two, sorry, League One. I'm taking Queen of the South to beat Sterling Albion at 23 to 10. And I'm also taking Queen of the South to score two or more goals at 13 to 8. Okay, Div. Okay, uh, Dundee v Aberdeen, uh, bit builder Dundee to score an over nine match corners, it's 1.86. Hearts v St Mirren, over nine corners and both teams to receive a card, is 1.85. Hibs, Ross County Hibs, Hibs to score an over three Ross County corners is 1.75. I think that's probably a little bit small on the small side, but not too bad. Uh, Sunday Rangers over one and a half goals and over 14 corners is 1.75. 
1.8. Uh, Friday in the Championship, race to score, one and a half goals as evens. And then in League Two, a uh, fourfold uh, home accumulator on Saturday. Dumbarton, Peterhead, Spartans, and Elgin. Uh, sorry, Steny plays uh, 4.79. And as Steny to win an over two and a half match goals is 2.1. Good stuff. Thank you very much. Now, don't forget, if you want to join Greg's channel, you can find all the details on Twitter at Browning84Greg. Uh, yeah, and all the details there for anyone who wants to join up and become a member of his private Telegram channel. Uh, if you want to get involved in more chat about Scottish football, then, of course, you can join the forums at pinebovro.com. And don't forget, you can follow uh, Div on Twitter at pinebov. Um, and that's us for this week's podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Best of luck with your bets this weekend and from myself and the rest of the Gambler team we hope you have a great Christmas cheers guys good luck yeah thanks all the best have a great Christmas guys cheers